What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? Um, I'm one of the opinions crew. We are back. We are back. We're back. We're back. It's your girl, Reagan, and I am here with KT, the one that no one cares about. But we're going to let her speak anyways. What's up, KT? Everybody loves me, first and foremost. Old people love uh, me. Babies love me. Parents love me. I'm lovable. So. Okay. If that's what you want to say. So... As you guys know, last time we recorded, KT did not have her mic. Well, Reagan came through and helped KT get her mic from my brother's Prime account. So my brother had one request from KT, and I told him that I would do it and we record. And I forgot to tell KT before we started, so this is a surprise to her. But because you got your mic from my brother's account, he needs you now to admit that the only way that you eat dry, uh, that you eat ribs, is dry rub, no sauce. But I no sauce. Like saucy ribs though. Is he saying is he is he does he? Because I've had dry rub ribs and they are good. But what is he is he asking me to like? You have to admit on air that I mean to eat ribs. Is dry rub. The only way you're supposed to eat ribs is dry. No sauce. Okay, I'll admit it just just for him, but I don't I'm I'm not saying that I agree with that. I feel <laughs> like you can eat your ribs any way you want. I prefer again, dry rubs are good, but I prefer to have some saucy ribs. But for the sake of of your brother, I admit that the only proper way that anyone on this planet should eat ribs is dry rub. Eat your ribs ashy. Eat ashy ribs. There you go. Oh man. Oh man. I love it. I love it. But yes, I mean for the that's the proper way to eat ribs. If your ribs aren't good without sauce then you didn't cook your ribs right. That's I mean that's the only explanation. But there has been a lot going on. There has been a lot going on in the world. Um, so trying to hit everything, of course, we never can hit everything that goes on in the sports industry because we'd be talking here all day. And I'm sure me and KT would not mind that. But who would want to listen to a two-hour podcast? Not me. Yeah. So Not, not, not very often would people want to. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's get right to it. Let's Honestly, let's get right to it. This is the second time that we've talked about baseball on this podcast and I think the first time was last episode um but how do you feel about baseball's hidden rules like I know this happened what like two weeks ago but this is still a topic that me and KT feel very passionate about and um it's hidden rules like come on now like honestly what do you want him or any player to do for that fact like you just you just want him to just sit there and look at the ball you just want him to sit there and just get a strike. Like, no, like, and, and this is the crazy thing. You're a professional. This is professional sports. This is not like a, like, like a club team. This is not high school. This isn't like a little middle school, after school game kind of thing. Like you're a professional and you're mad that another professional hit a grand slam on you. Well, maybe either you should change your picture 
pitch a better ball because you pitched it right to him. Or, I mean, I don't know, just practice against a better hitter. I mean, I don't know what you want him to do because I, I would have hit the ball too. And then the fact that the team was mad and his own manager was mad, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I think that's ridiculous. You're a professional athlete. This is pros. You want him to not play his game. We always hear coaches say, don't play to your opponent, play your, you know, play your game. So now yeah. you're telling me to not play my game because my opponent is losing. That's, that's, tr- I don't like that. I don't, I think that's why baseball has become boring for a lot of people because of these, um, these hidden rules and these unwritten rules because, oh, you, you gotta be, you gotta be, was it sportsmanship? Okay. And he, just cause he hit a, a grand slam, he didn't, he didn't even gloat. He, you could tell as soon as he hit the grand slam, like he was like, oh, like I think I messed up. It's not yeah. like he ran around the bases and was celebrating. He ran around the bases and was like, well, like I'm about to hear it cause he knew. So yeah. it's one thing if he hit the grand slam and honestly, even if he would have cheered, so what? <laughs> like it's, it's, it is what it is, but he didn't do that. You could tell in his mind, he was like, oh, I'm about to get in trouble for this. Like, I'm about to get leveled for this. Also, the person, sorry, I forgot to mention the person's name, but Francisco Tatis Jr.? Yep. Pretty sure I said that correctly. Um, yeah. What are you, it's crazy, because growing up as a kid, what you hear is, leave your all out there. Like, if you left your all out there, then you played your best, right? So you telling me that I'm up at the plate and the other team's coach calls this pitch, and the pitcher does not change it. The catcher does not change it, and they throw it, and they expect me not to hit it and exactly. hit it with all my might. That's like great pitch too. They threw they threw it right to him. Exactly, and it's kind of like I get paid off of my stats. You know what I'm saying? I get paid for my performance. So you think I'm about to go out here and just? I was about to say a word that I can't say on here, but play <laughs> around. Like, no. No, no, that's no. Forget the hidden rules. If I want to, like, just, just who cares? Who cares about hidden rules? Baseball is supposed to be exciting. Like baseball is all about grand slams. Baseball is all about home runs. I remember when I hit my first grand slam. My, oh, I was playing. A, I was playing. No, oh, <laughs> I was playing against my cousin's like softball team. And her daughter was on the sideline talking trash to me. So guess what? I was just like, I right, bet. Watch this. Guess what? Grand slam right out the park. Out of there. And and you and you thought that I didn't cheer coming around the bases? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they may have been family. Yeah, we may have been kicking their butts. But if they still trash talking me, <laughs> I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna pretty much rub dirt in their face. No, honestly, I, I'm all good for some good trash talk because like I've played. Especially when you play sports, there's going to be a lot of times where, like, if you've played on a club team, they're on other schools, other teams. So I've played against people that were on other teams. And I used to love playing against friends because that's all we would do. Yeah. Like, that's bragging. Like, there was times where I would come and I'd, like, like you know, steal the ball from somebody I knew and then score a lap on the end. I'm coming back like, yeah, I thought you said you was going to cross exactly. me up. Like, exactly. And then they come back, they shoot on me like, yeah, I thought you said whatever, whatever. So, like, I mean, I look, as long as nobody's fighting – Look, I got to, speaking of, I got to tell you the story, y'all. So me and one of our good friends of the show, Tati, right? This is still related to sports. We were playing a game. We were playing UFC. Tati was beating me, and then something happened, and her fighter's leg broke. We had a fight for like 15 minutes (laughs) over the phone about something in the game. But then, like, after that, we were cool. Because that's what friends, sometimes friends have arguments. 
And it's the same thing, like the competition level, like like Reagan and me were saying, like when you know somebody, you kind of like, you're like, yeah, you trash talk. We were cool like 15 minutes after that, but we weren't friends for those 15 minutes. Like <laughs> we like we weren't gonna like physically fight, but we weren't friends for those 15 minutes. So it's the same thing. Like you can't sit there and in regards to to what Reagan was saying and and, and Tatis, like Tatis is better than me because I would have been cheering, but you can't sit there and expect somebody like to talk trash to somebody and then when they get activated and, and do their thing, be mad that they talk trash to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it, you can't provoke me then when I say something back or do something back in regards to a sport and, and then get mad that I did it. Yeah. Like, and on. to be honest, I mean, I get that the manager who are upset because now he has to worry about like balls flying at his head. Yeah. But that's a different thing. Like, isn't it a, like, isn't it a rule that you can't throw a ball at somebody? Like, yeah, you're not it, supposed to. So, so it's kind of like, you you finna bag somebody because they hit up they like you chose to throw a pitch and they hit it. Yeah, that just not, sounds like now that sounds like bad sports. Yeah, that sounds me. like you're just upset. That's so, the ultimate. You mad? Like that's what yeah. You mad. Oh, they they big mad. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's enough baseball talk though, because um. <laughs> baseball baseball irks me sometimes I'm not even gonna sit here and lie it irks me my team has the best record well they had the best record a week ago I, uh, you know what I don't even really watch it like that I mean I, I just root for every team in Chicago Cubs <laughs> and the White Sox that's it I don't even know how either of those teams are doing I know uh, somebody from the White Sox the other day I believe had a no hitter but other than that I don't know nothing that I don't watch it like that so um, but so, as y'all know, we are really big on, like, supporting women's sports on this podcast. So, the first league that built a bubble and played their season um, during COVID. Yeah, a successful season during COVID. They had no cases the first time, and we're hoping that they have no cases the second time. The NWSL is returning on September 5th. Um they literally just ended, which is crazy to think that like they're about to technically have like a second season um, during COVID during this during this year. Um, but I'm excited because their their first tournament was really good, like really really good. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, hopefully KT can start watching some games because there is this segment listen, that I really want to bring in. Listen, I. You know, that the, and it's not even, it, I, I try to get more into soccer, but for me, it's just like, it's it's so, it's so long of a game. And it's not the fact that it's not action-packed. It's just so long of a game for me, and I don't really know what's going on. And this yeah. is not even just for women's soccer. This is just soccer in general, so this is not like a, because obviously, you know, I like women's sports. I'm going to buy me a, a soccer jersey. I don't know, not Nan. uh Chicago. Of course, I was going to the Red Stars jersey, yeah. but I, like, I don't know not Nan player like that. I know a few. Like, I know Kristen Press and stuff. I don't even know if she played for Chicago, but, like, you know, I know a few players. But I'm just saying soccer has always just been a sport to me that was just – I just never really got into it. I'm going to buy me um a, a women's hockey league jersey just yeah. because I like the sport. So, but, but you know, I, I'm going I'm to I'm try to watch. I'm going to get into it. But there's a segment, and I need y'all's opinion on this because I think it, I think it'll be really funny, and this is a perfect time to do it. And we're gonna call it PK, and it's where Crystal has to watch a soccer game, and she has to tell us what she learned and what happened. So she has to give us a summary. So we taking Crystal back to school, 
and she's going to tell us what happened during the game. And of course, I'm going to be watching the game, so like I'll know what's going on. I don't know everything about soccer, but I know I know a good portion of it. Okay, you got you have to you have to tell me what game to watch cuz I don't really know what what channel do they come on CBS Sports? Yeah. I don't, okay. They yeah. So we'll we'll buy the little CBS subscription so we can watch the games okay. and okay. that I'm hoping that segment is um is a little funny. Oh, that's so I'm gonna, hope, I hope y'all enjoy it. Listen, my descriptions are about to be the most vaguest things you ever heard. She's gonna be Ray's gonna be like, "What happened?" I'll be like, "Well, one girl kicked the other the other ball in the hoop, and then they celebrated." And then what happened after that was she got a red card. That's literally gonna be my description. I know, like I know, like but I know there's a forward, goalies. And that's all. I know there's a couple of other positions. Uh, I know forwards can basically travel where they want. Do you got the people that's uh you got? I forgot the other position, but they're basically in their their little station. They got their little station. Obviously, I know goalies are they. You know they're the only ones who can really touch the ball with their hands like that. They're the most important piece. The goalie is the most important piece on the field. I know that. If you ain't got no good goalie, then you might as well just hang it on up. Cause I, I don't know if they're the most important piece, but that's another. That's for another. That's for another time. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna get into it. I'm uh, once you start uh, watching some games, we gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. So y'all 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 better tune in because these descriptions I'm about to get in. Look, I'm I'm pretty good at describing. You know the little game heads up. I'm pretty good at those games. So we are gonna see if I can bring that into real life. Also, after COVID's over, me and Crystal has to have to do a live show for y'all. Cause, um... Oh, we definitely will. <laughs> we definitely will. Because um, that'll be fun. But, but yeah, tune in. NWSL returns September 5th, two days before the best day of the year, by the way, if anyone was wondering. Um, basketball. How do we feel about Giannis winning Defensive Player of the Year? Um, now, he definitely, um, he, okay, so he, he definitely has proved his worth to have that award, but I feel like Anthony Davis probably should have won it when he had, like, 30 more things better than he did that he was doing. Um, he actually, he, like, defensively, uh, defensively Anthony Davis was better. Now, Giannis winning it is not bad because he has improved defensively. You could tell he's he's honestly he's improved his game in so many areas. If he could just get a consistent jump shot, I think he'd be scary. Yeah. But Giannis winning it, I'm not mad at it, but I do think Anthony Davis got got snubbed. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really a stats person, so like I wasn't really paying attention to the stat the stats. I, for one, did not see Giannis winning Defensive Player of the Year, but I think that's just because I defensively I didn't really pay attention to him this year. Um, so that's why I probably would have get, given it to AD in the first place. But um, I, I saw a lot of people upset about it on Twitter um, and mentioning what Crystal mentioned about how AD stats were way better than Giannis and he just got stu- uh, snubbed. And um, who was it? Someone tweeted and they were just like that's how you know ad is officially a laker because he's getting hated on when he should be winning awards and i was just like wow laker fans are back at it again they're 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 starting to get annoying again and yeah i just left it at that but 
I mean, after looking at the stats, I definitely think AD should have one. Yeah, he, he was defensively, he was a monster for that team. Like, he's a lot of the reasons why LA has been in so many close games because of what he's done for them defensively. Yeah. Um, he, uh, but like, like, like whoever said that, I mean, that is true. A lot of the times, Lakers, for some reason, do get snubbed out of a lot of awards. I don't know what it is, I don't know why it's like that. I mean, we kind of see the same thing with the Sparks, too, if we're being honest. Like, there's a couple yeah. of words a couple of Sparks could have gotten that, you know, they didn't get. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just the L.A. thing, like uh, the L.A. markets in general. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I, also, another thing with the NBA, Patrick Beverly, he real deal disrespected the executive director of the Players Union. Like... Someone who is sticking up for you and trying to tell you mm-hmm. what would happen what, if you did Yeah, this. what would happen if, if you did this, this, and this, and you interrupt her multiple times saying, oh, I don't agree with you. Oh, I pay your salary. Knowing dang well you don't pay her salary. She actually <laughs> helps you negotiate your salary. Exactly. So, helps you get what you think you're worth. Exactly. So it's kind of just like... One, why? And I was talking to this uh, to someone yesterday morning when I went into work. How people continue to disrespect women in sports, and it's just like, if you hate women, just say it. Like, yeah, especially, especially what's going on. Like, and I'm not trying to, you know, put race into it, but they're just like, it was a especially a black woman. Yeah, has such a high powering position. Like and and we're it's like that's what you guys are boycotting for. Mhm. And it's, it's it's for me it's just like if you hate women say it. It's that simple. Like I I posted something today and it was just like if you're a racist just say it. Like I don't want to read six paragraphs of why you think this this and this. If you it's it's it's, it's just simple. Like if you hate women say it. And the what I what I explained to the person I was talking to it's just like. You see all these men come out and say, like, years later, oh, now that I've had a daughter, like, I understand what women are talking about. It's kind of like, I don't have a son, but I understand a black man's problems. Of course. Like, I understand what black men go through daily. And it could it could be because I have brothers, but it could also just be because I, I see what's going on. Yeah. I don't have, have a daughter. black, too. We're, yeah. we're not men, but we're black too. So we we understand we we get it, but not like how they get it. Like as yeah. far as what I mean, like the treatment, because we get treated messed up too. But like the men, for some reason, obviously, unfortunately, have a bigger target on their back. And I don't know if I fully agree with that part, but um, we I think I think for me, it's just like. I hate when people come out and say later, like, oh, now that, like, I found my person, now that I found my significant other, if it just happens to be a woman, because, you know, we don't, we we don't, we don't discriminate around here. Um, If it just happens to be a woman, it's just like, oh, I I finally understand what women go through because my significant other had to go through it. Or I saw my mom go through it. Or I saw my sister. It's, It's just like, do you really have to see someone close to you go through it for you to like understand and want to believe what someone else is saying it's just like the whole COVID situation like like, 
do you, does your does your family member have to get it for you to be like oh it's real or should you be taking like or should you be like doing your own research and like listening to the professionals and things like that like are you are are you saying as far as like um for like trying to i guess not really get in our shoes but trying to learn what we go through are you saying that they should talk to somebody or are you saying they should uh well it's it's like for me it's just like you hear women especially women in sports like or just i'll talk about women in general and then i'll get to women in sports you hear women in general come out every day and say i was harassed like i i saw a tweet yesterday about how this girl said she literally cannot go out and walk her dog without being honked at, without being hollered at, like without someone trying to get her, get at her. She's like, I walk out every day and I see the same people and I immediately turn around because I don't want to deal with them. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's just scary. like, it's kind of, yeah. it's such scary. And it's, and it's just like, you hear stories about that every day, but it's not until you get a daughter that you, that you're concerned about it. I feel like, People and I get what you're saying. It's it's kind of like it unless it happens to them, they kind of disconnect from it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and and it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be that way at all. You should you should want to do something about it all the time, not just because it affected your family, not just because it affected someone you're close to. So I understand. I agree with you. Like, and that's kind of what we see with a lot of this boycott stuff. They're just like, well, it hasn't hit anybody that I know, so. You know, but it's like it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't have to wait for it to hit somebody that you know or somebody like or, or for it to affect you to want to do something about it. Exactly. And like going back to women in sports, especially black women in sports, you hear comments like, oh, women don't belong in sports. Go back to the kitchen. That's where you belong. Or like. There's just there's just so many different examples. You hear that. And I don't think people. I don't think people truly understand what these women are saying and what these women are going through until they have someone that's in that position. And then it's like, oh, let me stick up for this. Let me stick up for this. And it's just like, whoa, we've been telling you this, this, this has been happening forever. Yeah. And so I think that's just, I, I, I know I just went on a rant, but like, that's one thing, especially being a woman, a black woman in sports, that's one thing that really irks my nerves. It's just, it's just like, we tell you this happens over and over and over again. Why don't you believe us until someone you know goes through it? Honestly, it's like that with a lot of stuff, sadly. It's kind of just like somebody, you know, it's kind of like when you said you've seen something, it could just be anything. So like, it could be something, so it could be something, let's just say, and this is a hypothetical, let's just say you really did see the sky was raining strawberries, right? And somebody's like, well, I didn't see it, so that didn't happen, but it's like, why don't you believe me because you didn't see it? But then they see it, and they're like, oh my God, you were right. And it's like, I told you. So it's yeah. kind of almost as, as if they think we're lying about certain stuff just because they don't quote unquote go through it, but it's just like, I know some people lie about some some things, but why would I or we or anyone else lie about that? Why would I put my career on the line to tell you a lie? Exactly. Make it make sense. And it's like, I'm not going to lie for some... Like, I'm too tired to lie about anything. (laughs) So I'm not going to lie about something. I don't want attention in that capacity or way. Like, we, nobody, especially us Black people, we don't want attention like that. Like, that's not what we're... We don't want that. 
we that's we I don't I, I just don't feel like if if a if a black friend is telling you that they're being affected in a certain way, believe them because it's most likely true. Yeah. Um, and now I guess since we both kind of went on a rant, Lee's boycotting. Yeah. We had MLB, we had N- NBA, WNBA, NHL. Leagues are leagues were boycotting. Like Wednesday when it happened, I don't. It's it's crazy. It's crazy because I didn't watch the video of um of the shooting. Mm-hmm. I. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. If you guys haven't listened to our Black Lives Matter episode, make sure you go tune into that one and you'll see why. But um, I, I, I just couldn't watch it. But as I was scrolling through Twitter, I saw the mystics and their way of spreading, just spreading what was going on from, you know, the bubble. And they had the shirts with his name on it. And then they had like the seven bullet holes in the back. And it it wasn't until I saw the bullet holes where I was just like, like tears literally started coming from my eyes. And I was just like, yo, like this is a lot. And that's not in, once again, I haven't seen the actual video. So if I teared up at that, I don't even know what I, like, I don't, I don't know how I would act, react to the actual video. I actually... Um, I did watch the video and I only watched it so that I can further educate myself on the situation that happened and it was, it was tough. Um, it was actually a really tough video to watch because you're kind of, you, it, you're kind of, you go through a lot of emotions watching it. The first emotion is just like, they didn't have, why did they do that? Like, that was not, that's not what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to de-escalate situations. Clearly, this guy's walking away. He's trying to get in his car, not harming anybody. Then you kind of think about all the other videos, like the Philando Castile and all this other these other videos when there's kind of there's kids involved. Like you know, yeah, kids saw that happening. And then the young other thing, kids. young kids. And the other thing that kind of makes you mad is why are you handcuffing this guy to his hospital bed? Where's he gonna go? Where is he going? He's he's paralyzed. Thank God he's alive. That's first and foremost. I'm like I'm happy to know he's alive. Um, you you handcuff this guy to his bed as if he's going to walk out of there and and run. Where is he gonna go? If he wanted to leave anyway, he couldn't. So I just don't understand. And then they're not even telling him why he was arrested, which honestly he shouldn't be arrested anyway because he didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. So it's 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 very tough and and. You know, like Reagan said, the mystics putting those seven the seven bullet holes in the back of their shirts. It was if you didn't see it, um, YouTube it, go on Twitter and find it, but it was it was a moment. Like it was definitely a moment. Um the the strength that that took, because I was very emotional watching, uh the words that Ariel Atkins spoke, the words that NECA spoke, Elizabeth Williams. Yeah. Um you could definitely tell that we're tired and we're hurt of we're we're hurt. Like we this shouldn't have to keep happening. We shouldn't have to urge people to defund the police and, and fix what's going on because you have cowards with badges and guns. And you have this man who is not doing anything wrong, just getting in his car 
and you shoot him seven times in the back. And it's like, why are you shooting somebody in the back anyway? Yeah. Like, come on. And and, and the crazy thing is, it's, it's, it's literally, he was doing a good deed. He was breaking up a fight. Yeah. He wasn't even fighting. He was breaking up a fight. And, and he's the one that gets punished. Exactly. And then when he saw the cops, he's like, okay, well, the cops are here. I can leave. And then you 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 are after him like he did it. And I just don't understand. Like, I'm just so, I'm, I'm tired of it. At some point, you just get tired. You do. Like, and I have very mixed feelings about about the NBA and the way their players kind of did this. Mm-hmm. Um, I applaud them for being the first people to be like, I'm not playing, especially the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I applaud them. And I applaud the NBA for, like, allowing, like, I, I say allowing, like, they could really do something about it. But, like, I, I applaud the NBA for standing by their players and being like, oh, you don't have to play then. Like, I applaud them for that. I think the the thing that I have a problem with, though, is how they held a vote and the Lakers and the Clippers were like, oh, we don't want to play the rest of the season. And, and like, I just and then the next day they're like, oh, we're going to play the rest of the season. Like all teams voted. Yeah, let's play the rest of the season. And it's just kind of like for me, it's just like we, we keep we keep doing this cycle of a shooting happens. We get upset. And then we go back to normal like nothing happened. Yeah. And it's kind of, and it's kind of like how how do we expect change when we just we when we just keep getting outraged and then we're back to normal. From and I feel the same way and from what I read is that what changed was that there was apparently a plan put in place. Gotcha. Um because those two teams are like, yeah, we're not playing. And I heard Doc Rivers say something today about how the Clippers thought their season was literally over because they were like, yeah, we're not playing anymore. And then the Lakers as well. And I think what made it change is because they said that there, if there was no plan put in place, then yeah, we're not playing anymore. And I think the fact that they actually put you know, a plan in place, yeah, is what made gotcha. them say, okay, okay, then we'll play now. Gotcha. Um, so I think it took them to uh, the NBA to realize, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the NBA didn't take this seriously, but I think it took them to have two top teams like, no, nah, we're not playing to really scramble. Like, okay, yeah, we need to fix this. Situation. We need to fix this. Yeah, exactly. We need to do something that that lets us know that we support. We need to find ways to support and not just say we support, but like yeah. actually, you know, put a put plan in a process. Yeah, exactly to to actually do something to change it. Yeah. Oh, like I said, I applaud every league. I applaud every league for sitting together and boycotting or yeah. going on strike, however you want to put it. Because I know there's a difference between boycotting and going on strike. Yeah. Um. So I applaud every league. I applaud every player. I applaud every union president. Like, I applaud them because it's that's huge. And if that did not move you, then I don't know what will. That literally took everyone coming together in agreement to be like, no, we need to see this change or we need to start working on something before we move forward. So, I I mean, I applaud them. Yeah. I, I really do. Because like that was they, something special. They literally were basically like, look, we walk. 
And so they made a good point. Um, you, you know, black people, for some of these people, are just seen just as athletes. But it's funny because, like, you want us to go out there and throw touchdowns and hit layups and hit balls and, and kick balls. But as soon as we have an issue and we say we're not playing, it's a problem. Yeah. It's like we're not here just for your entertainment. So don't use us as such. Like, we're actual people. And- who so that owner that I, I I can't think I cannot think of his name right now. I know he he's he has something to do with Utah sports. Yeah. That's all I know. Um I, I just I'm blanking and I meant to write his name down before we started. But saying how like the boycott rubbed him the wrong way and how he needs to figure out how he's gonna use his funds and stuff like that. It's just like if you don't if if you don't appreciate or if you don't understand where we are coming from and when i say we i definitely mean black people not people of color black yes. people you got you <laughs> if you do not I, i'm sorry i have to bring the wale out of me for a minute <laughs> if you do not understand where we are coming from how about you sit down and listen to us and to listen to what we actually have to say but that's the problem unless it's involving us trying to win a championship ring a lot of these people won't Exactly. And, and and that was why I was disappointed in Brian Erlacher being a Chicago legend that he was. To me, he's not a legend no more. You can't say stuff like that and then think that oh, no. that's going to fly. Like, for him to say what he said and then compare it to Brett Favre's father passing away and him playing a game to a guy who, first of all, we don't even know where he got those facts from for him to say that about Jacob Blake in the first place. But for you to say that, that's completely disrespectful because that's not even the same thing. You can't compare somebody playing a game for their father because their father passed away to a person who got shot in the back seven times. For no reason. Like, that doesn't even correlate. I don't, I, when I saw that, I was actually really disappointed because, I mean, everybody knows, especially Reagan knows, I'm a huge Bear fan. I'm from Chicago. This dude was like a Chicago legend. If you talk about one of the greatest Chicago Bears of all time, you'll see Brian Erlacher's name, but it's just like, now I can't even I can't even root for the dude no more. Like yeah, I can't even root for Brian Erlocker the same no more. It's it's it's, it's I should have known when he took that picture with a certain president on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say the president's name because we don't want to give him no value, but I should have known then. But you know I was like okay I'm gonna let it slide. You feel me? I'm gonna let it slide. But when you say stuff like that, I just I gotta cut you loose. Like I can't support a person who says that because like that was very ignorant for him to say. Oh, it's the same thing, and Brett Favre did this, but it's like, dude, and it's not. It's not the same. It's thing. no. It's nowhere near the same thing. It's not even close. They're not even in the same hallway. Yeah, like, come I, on. Trust me, trust me. I get it. I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think me and KT both agree that like that when that happened, we were both we were both taken aback, and we were just moved by everything, even some people being stupid. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, KT, you got anything else today? Um, I mean, honestly, the only thing I can, this kind of goes back to our Black Lives Matter episode. The only thing that I can really say is, first of all, um, just check on your people, first and foremost. I mean, mentally, things are a little weird. 2020 has been a really weird year. Check on your people. Make sure everything's good. Make sure they're okay. Make sure that what's going on isn't really affecting them mentally. Because um, I'm pretty sure it is. Especially, you know, for people like us. It's, it's, I know it's affecting me. Um, it's probably affecting Reagan. I can't speak for her. But 
I mean, I know it's just tough. Uh, like when that happened, I actually had to send my brother a text and just tell him to be careful. I don't think anybody who isn't black ever has to send a text to their brother or their father or whoever they're dealing with to be like, hey, you know, be careful out there because they see you as a threat for no reason. Yeah. And unless you've had to do that, that is a very chilling feeling. It's an emotional feeling because you're just like, I don't want to, I'm not putting that in the air, but that could be my brother. Yeah. My brother, like, I had an incident that was scary. My brother did get stopped by the police, and I was literally behind him, so I saw what was going on, and everything was okay, but nobody else, nobody really knows what that feels like to, when your brother goes to work, and he goes to work late at night, or if he has to, like, for example, my brother's car messed up, and, like, he would, he had to walk home from work one night, and it's just, like, that's scary because he's a black man. He's, he's a pretty big black man, too, as far as, like, stature, and you're kind of just like, I hope nobody says he did anything or I hope the cops don't bother him. Nobody yeah. has to, nobody knows how that feels to really hope and make sure that your brother gets home safe because his car broke down. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it, that's the biggest thing is just try to, try, try to understand where we're coming from. Try to understand why everything right now is emotional for us and not just like a, like we're not just doing this to, to get some unwanted attention. Like, this is something that we really feel strongly about and it bothers us. So it's kind of just like, understand where we're coming from. I know it's probably hard for a lot of people, but at least try to, you know what I'm saying? All we can do is just ask that you educate yourself and that you try to, and don't um, brush our problems and our feelings under the rug. I 100 agree, 100% agree with that. Um, I mean, KT pretty much just ran on my own rent for myself. So um, I know this was kind of a shorter episode than what we normally do, but like we've been saying, it's it's been rough. It's it's been rough. Um, but I mean, if that's all KT got, that's all I have. Like we said in the um, Black My Black Lives Matter episode, no platform is too big, no platform is too small. Always use your voice, but also always know when to stop and listen. And don't just listen, but listen to understand because there's a difference. So that's it. Remember to follow us on Twitter at UnwantedPod. That is the Twitter because I know it. So (laughs) once again, that is at UnwantedPod. You can follow me on my personal Twitter at underscore rap24 once again that is underscore rap24 kt's twitter is at oh i thought you was gonna say it no <laughs> i was uh, i thought she was gonna say it. i was gonna say uh-oh my twitter is puptent10 p-u-p-t-e-n-t-10 again p-u-p-t-e-n-t-10 and also get some merch the merch get your merch. Yes, yeah, get your open. merch. So it's the merch. Somebody has already it's bought the like merch. backpacks. Yeah, get get your merch. You know we got some pretty <laughs> cool stuff. We got face masks too for the pandemic. So if you want to go shopping and don't want to get the cooties, we got face masks for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure to get your merch. We got everything from onesies to pieces of shirts <laughs> little, little pieces of shirts little pieces of shirts <laughs> to hoodies and the hoodies are actually really dope 
Um, and the baseball tees are dope too. Yeah, so make sure dope. to get you, make sure to get your merch. Um, make sure to follow us on social media. Um, and how we always end the show: let your mamas hear it, your baby mamas hear it, your brothers, your sisters, your grandmamas, and your nieces' mamas. <laughs> your nieces' mamas. Okay, that might be your brother or your sister, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's okay. that, that's true. That, that's true. Look, I, I blanked for a minute. But nah, let everybody listen to it. We hope y'all enjoy it. If y'all have any questions, reach out. If y'all have any ideas for the next episode, reach out. Let us know. We've enjoyed talking to y'all. But we out. Peace.